you know, we just need to um, connect and start sharing our stories yeah. and, sh- and, and, and just really be able to have um, a voice where people can trust what they hear. They can trust the voice that they hear. They can trust the information that they hear. Absolutely. Yeah. So Dr. Flora, why did we, why did we start this podcast? I'm sure people are like, okay. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Why did we start this podcast? You know, we were just talking like sister friends, right? Mm -hmm. We were just talking and um, you know how sister friends do, you know, we get to talking about different things and talking about what the world is doing and, you know, interpreting yeah. it from our melanated standpoint, melanated consciousness. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we just sat around and we said, you know what, let's share this wisdom. Yeah. You know, what good is we just talking to each other? Right. We need to share this wisdom. And, you know, maybe some other people may find it interesting, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so that was a good enough reason. People for our <laughs> podcast are all kind of crazy stuff. So. All right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And, you know, hey, more power to them, right? But it's like, you're right. You know, we were talking about things and and it seems like that that happens a lot where in our communities, we'll talk about stuff around the kitchen table and to Mm -hmm. our sister friends and and all of that. And and it never gets out, right? And we saw this as, you know, such a time as this that... uh, (laughs) the two of us with the backgrounds that we have, I mean, Mm -hmm. how rare of an opportunity is that for two women with our backgrounds um, to be able to have a conversation, um, intelligent, researched conversation from a lived experience as well. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. It, it And it would have been, um, as my coach said to me, selfish of us not to share these, um, these conversations and, and mm-hmm. put, our, put our two cents in. Everybody else is putting their two cents in. So we, we decided that, <laughs> hey, let us put our little dollar in, okay? Okay. <laughs> And they don't, they, you know, they don't care how it sounds when they put their little sense in. Exactly. Right? So. Welcome to the In Our Black Feelings podcast. Each episode will be an unapologetic, candid discussion about black consciousness and wellness with your host, Dr. Flora and Pamela Cancel. Let's get in our feelings. Oh, but first, before we get in, we have to get this out. These episodes and the conversations you hear in this podcast are not and should not be a substitution for proper medical care and or mental health services. Now, let's get in our black feelings. Hello, hello. This is Pamela Cancel. Hello, and this is Dr. Flora White Cooper. And we are your hosts for In Our Feelings podcast. And we mm-hmm. are so excited to be here today. This is our intro uh, episode. And we just wanted to come and let you know what this podcast is all about, give you a little background about ourselves, and 
just introduce ourselves to you. Yes, yes. So, wow, this is such a treat. I'm so excited we started this In Our Feelings because, you know, we tend to be in our feelings when oh, we talk. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pamela, why don't you kind of tell, kind of get us going. What is this podcast all about? Yes, yes. Okay, so the podcast, I guess, you know, the name says it all, In Our Feelings. And we will have candid unapologetic conversations mm -hmm. about black consciousness and wellness from a black perspective. And uh, we'll be real and we mm -hmm. will tell the truth from our perspectives. And we're not saying that our perspectives is the only one that's out there. Um, but if you're coming to this podcast, you'll be getting our perspectives. Mm -hmm. Yes, I like that. You know, like that. We don't get, we don't get a lot of feedback from behavioral specialists, mm -hmm. and so uh, you know, it's really good. I mean, we're gonna gonna get into our backgrounds a little bit later, mm -hmm. but it's really good to hear from behavioral specialists. You know, and so I'm excited that we got this platform. Absolutely. You know, people who look <laughs> like us, right? <laughs> right. There's a whole lot of folk out there talking about us that don't look like us. That don't <laughs> so. look like us, right? And we're not talk talking just now. physically. <laughs> Let's keep it real. <laughs> okay. So you know, why, that's why, the why do point we, of why we need to start this, you know? Exactly. Exactly. You know, we need to start this because we need more like psychologists and behavior specialists, you know, to uh, speak up and speak out. Mm -hmm. You know, um, people mm -hmm. are speak, trying to speak on, speak as a psychologist or speak as a uh, behavior specialist. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they haven't um, studied, you yeah. know, um, individuals or, or even groups to be mm -hmm. able to speak on why we are um, interpreting, you know, social current events the way we are and why mm -hmm. we are responding to things the way we respond to things, exactly. you know, from a melanated standpoint mm -hmm. and from a group standpoint, you know, um, and so... It's really important that us who have that expertise, mm -hmm. you know, really speak up and speak out on these topics and not let, and not rely on entertainers and people like that. Not that they don't have a good thing to say, right. but they're not experts in interpreting individual and group behavior. Absolutely. And, you know, we spent quite a bit of time studying and we're, we still learn. It's not something that, mm -hmm. you know, we went to school for or going to school for, and then that's it. Um, right. We take that information and use it daily and we're continued there is, as we get along in the podcast, we will present like research, recent research that is coming about coming out about the experience of particularly African Americans and the experiences mm -hmm. that they have had um, in this country from slavery to now. And mm -hmm. all of that has to be considered when you're looking at our community and its so-called behaviors. Yeah. Yes, all of it. You're right. All of it has to be considered. You know, we're coming also from that pandemic. I mean, not pandemic, I'm sorry, uh, from that um, Pan-African perspective. Oh, yes. So, mm -hmm. you know, we're coming from that global perspective of, mm -hmm. of our people because our people all around the world, you know, need to be expressed. 
Mm-hmm. You know, voices need to be heard. And we see similarities, you know, in uh, situations that, you know, our people from in Africa go through, our people in um, Australia go mm-hmm. through. Brazil. You know, our people mm-hmm. Brazil. Exactly. All over the world, we see right. similarities. And, you know, we just need to um, connect and start sharing our stories yeah. and, sh- and, and, and just really be able to have, um, a voice where people can trust what they hear. They can trust the voice that they hear. They can trust the information that they hear. Absolutely. Yeah. So Dr. Flora, why did we, why did we start this podcast? I'm sure people are like, okay. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Why did we start this podcast? You know, we were just talking like sister friends, right? Mm -hmm. We were just talking and, um, you know how sister friends do, we get, you know, we get to talking about different yes. things and talking about what the world is doing and, you know, interpreting yep. it from our melanated standpoint, melanated consciousness. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we just sat around and we said, you know what, let's share this wisdom. Yeah. You know, what good is it we just talking to each other? Right. We need to share this wisdom and, you know, maybe some other people may find it interesting, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so... That was a good enough reason people start <laughs> podcasts on all kind of crazy stuff. So. All right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, you know, they, hey, more power to them, right? But it's right. like, you're right. You know, we were talking about things and it's, and it seems like that that happens a lot where in our communities, we'll talk about stuff around the kitchen table and mm-hmm. to our sister friends and, and all of that. And, and it never gets out. Mm-hmm. Right. And we saw this as, you know, such a time as this, that (laughs) uh, the two of us with the backgrounds that we have, I mean, Mm -hmm. how rare of an opportunity is that for two women with our backgrounds um, to Mm -hmm. be able to have a conversation, um, intelligent, researched conversation from a lived experience as well. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it, it, and it would have been, um, as my coach said to me, selfish of us not to share these, um, these conversations and, and Mm -hmm. put our, put our two cents in everybody else is putting their two cents in. So we, we decided that, (laughs) Hey, let us put our little dollar in. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and they don't, they, you know, they don't care how it sounds when they put their little sense in. Exactly. Right. So, <laughs> and, you know, the other thing too, you know, we, we talk about the fact that we're both in Southern Oregon, which, mm-hmm. you know, um, there's aren't a lot of people that look like us, um, right. let alone look like us and have the backgrounds that we have and mm-hmm. we thought hey if not us then who and if not now right. when <laughs> right. So, right okay yeah that okay. is so true and if yeah here on the podcast then where so. exactly exactly <laughs> so why don't you uh give the audience a little information about your background um what your interests are, how you came to be in this field, and uh, let's get to know you a little better. 
Dr. Flora. <laughs> wow, Pamela, you know, I don't know. This, I'm going to try to give everybody the short version because, you know, I want nobody to fall asleep on us. <laughs> oh, okay, so, you know, I was working in, in um, law enforcement um, and just and I wasn't working in the psychology realm. I was more working, um, you know, in the legal aspect uh, with criminal offenders of all types, of all mm -hmm. age, uh, of adulthood, of all types of offenses, mm -hmm. with mental illnesses and substance abuse issues. And mm -hmm. um, uh, and and I decided I wanted to, to to have a more meaningful role in working with that population. Mm -hmm. um, other than a, a supervisor type role, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so. I started studying psychology. I went to school for psychology um, and really became intrigued by it mm -hmm. um, and pursued it all the way till I got my doctorates and mm -hmm. um, did my postdoc in neuropsychology and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, did some other scholastic events and things like that. Um, that's basically how I got started. I got started in the forensic realm. Mm -hmm. And then uh, from there, just recently, I just started to work more, um, you know, with just uh, with with more like working people, you know, mm -hmm. like like us, mm -hmm. like you know, uh, people that go to work every day. You know, um, I spent so many years working in the forensic realm that I kind of felt like I I gave all I could um, at a certain level, mm -hmm. and I wanted to work more in the aspect more of a meaningful aspect with people as far as really changing, helping them to change their lives. Mm -hmm. um, when I worked in, um, in a forensic setting, I worked at state hospitals and, mm -hmm. um, and also um, community clinics and things like that. And, but I worked under a paradigm that I felt like didn't really fit, didn't mm -hmm. really fit for melanated people. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I decided to do my own private practice, which I have today, mm -hmm. uh, where I can integrate um, more techniques that I feel are designed for our people, mm -hmm. designed for melanated people, meaning African people and, Af and people of African descent, mm -hmm. African-Americans, or however you define yourself, indigenous. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I really felt like, you know, I wanted to bring in techniques that came from our heritage mm -hmm. and that was that, um, that you could find throughout different uh, traditions. Mm -hmm. of melanated people and bring that into a healing aspect for our people. And so I, I strayed away from the conventional psychological treatment models mm -hmm. and started working more into healing models and how mm -hmm. that looked for our people and look for us, you know, look, look, well, it, it really is for everyone, even though the roots of it come from, from mm -hmm. our people is for everyone. And so, um, that's what I started. That's what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. um, I enjoy it because it is transforming people's lives, you know, yeah. where psychology is not addressed the, the spiritual realm. I'm not talking mm -hmm. about religion. I'm talking about spirituality. Mm -hmm. So where psychology doesn't address our spirit, yeah. um, traditional healing does. Mm -hmm. And that's what's missing for, for us. You know, right. we are spiritual people, whether we want to admit it or not. Right. We're spiritual people, we're spiritually connected, and we yeah. can't ignore it like it doesn't exist. Right. And so um, I really felt like I needed to really hit home and stop 
I will always say, stop playing around and let's just get down to it. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, I hear you. Yeah, so that's the short version. I, I consider myself a spiritual surgeon. Okay. Because I go in there and I get in there, get in there and find out, you know, what that individual spirit wants. Mm-hmm. And we go to work. You Amen. know, we eradicate what's not working. We eradicate, you know, what doesn't fit and implement healing and, and love. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I consider myself like a spiritual surgeon. I'm always like yes. medicine anyway in that respect. Yes. And so, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. What about you, Pamela? Tell me about your background and interests and everything. Okay. Uh I'm like you. I got to give the short version. <laughs> it's kind of hard. Um, you know, I, I took a, a crooked way back to behavioral science. Um, I spent 30 years as a sign language interpreter, um, interpreting wow. in all different kinds of settings. Um, but I started uh, way back when, I'm not going to say when, uh, <laughs> as a rehabilitation counselor working specifically with deaf, deaf clients. And then in 2016, I was interpreting in an environment that was related to mental health. And um, at the time, I was going through a, tra- a transition, trying to figure out, you know, what's my next step? What, what do I want to do? with the next half of my life. Cause I knew it wasn't interpreting. I, I knew that had come to an end. Um, and standing there interpreting, I just knew, I was like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And mm. I'm supposed to work with BIPOC, specifically black women um, in my practice. And so I started researching and found out that, you know, I could, uh, transfer my degree to to uh, get my license as a licensed professional counselor and that's what I'm doing mm-hmm. now you know um, right. getting my hours for that you know you have to go through the intern thing but I'm not your traditional I just graduated from college person you know I've been around okay. the track a few times uh, so, <laughs> so that's um, that's good. I mean, right. You know, you right. Experience that, 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 that the degrees can't teach you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and so that's what I've been doing. And, and like I said, um, you know, when I made that decision and I would tell people what I was doing and what my practice would focus on, a lot of people gave me the side eye. Like, oh, yeah, that's cute. Uh, you know, in Southern Oregon. Um but yeah, it is. It's real cute because my, my, my practice is doing well and I'm, I feel like I'm helping, you know, a community mm-hmm. that is near and dear to me. Um, and like they say, the rest is history. Basically, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I do have to give a shout out to my clinical supervisor, um, Dr. Victor Chang, who is awesome. <laughs> right (laughs) without him I tell you um he has been really a champion of everything that I'm doing he's an excellent 
supervisor. If somebody's out there is looking for a supervisor. I don't know if he's accepting people, but anyway, I just thought I'd give him a shout out too. So, <laughs> and I'm oh, sure he'll wonderful. be like, yeah, and it's, it's been great. Um, and I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Mm-hmm. That's how you know, that's how you know, you know, you're on the right track and you know that this is for you to do. Absolutely. Because if, if you know you wouldn't trade it out for anything else, mm-hmm. that's yeah. it. Yeah, I jump out of bed. <laughs> I haven't had that in a long time. Oh, wow. Yeah. I hear you. So tell us yeah. two fun things about, two fun facts about Dr. Flora. Oh my goodness. I don't know if they fun. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm always doing something to bring myself more work. Right. <laughs> I don't know if you would say this is fun or not. You know, okay. somebody be like, what? what? Um, and the first thing that kind of mind is I, you know, I gave myself a challenge, right? I don't know if mm-hmm. I told you this, Pamela, but I gave myself a challenge, right? Uh-huh. And um, during this COVID time, you know, all kind of good things coming out of COVID. Mm-hmm. And so um, I gave myself this physical challenge where um, I, I can't, and it just came out my head, right? And I don't mm-hmm. know why it came out my head, but it did. Uh, so, <laughs> it sounds good on paper, but you know, right? <laughs> Woo, it's taking some, let me tell you. Um, so I um, started this bicycling challenge for myself. Oh, okay. And um, first, I was going to bicycle 100 miles mm-hmm. in like 10 weeks. Okay. And when I told people about the side eye, when I told people, they were looking at me like, do you know how long that is? <laughs> and I was like, no, it's a hundred miles. You know, I can right. do that. Right. And, but you're talking about a person who haven't cycled since I was a little girl. Right. right? So right. I, I don't have any idea like how long this is going to take me. And so, so, <laughs> so, um, they said, you might want to rethink about those mileage, you know, those miles that you, you know, like a hundred sounds like a good number, but you might want to rethink about that. Right. number. So I, so I Googled, you know, how the average time it would take to cycle a hundred miles. And I was like, oh no, sister can't do this right here. It's too long. <laughs> Way too long. So, uh, <laughs> and I was trying to do it in one day. Oh my you goodness. Know, that, that's, crazy. No. that's crazy. That's crazy. Did you want so, your legs? Um, I don't understand. Okay. <laughs> like... okay. Did I want to pass out? That's the question. Was I trying to pass out? So. <laughs> well, oh so my I goodness. Said, <laughs> I said, no, Florence, you just go how to get a grip. Just bring that number on down a couple of notches. So, <laughs> so I said, Girl, okay, mm-mm. I'm going to do this. And that's what I'm saying. I don't know if people think this is fun. It's fun for me now. I'm, right. I'm having fun in- but I brought the number down a few notches. I brought it down to 50. So I'm cycling 50 miles, but, I, but in a week time. So uh-huh. every week, so for 10 weeks, over 10 weeks, I build up to fit to do 50 in uh-huh. one week. Okay. And so I'm, in my, I'm in my sixth week now. I'm on. And so this week I have to cycle 35 miles. Okay. Um, not in one day, but you know, throughout mm-hmm. and that's, that's tolerable. Right? Yeah. That's but doable. Yeah, it's fun because it's a challenge, you mm-hmm. know, for me. And it gets my mind off of everything that's going on in the world. Oh, it's crazy. Good Lord, You yes. know, it helps mm-hmm. me to manage it, you know, manage yeah. all the stress and and just manage, you know, emotions that flare up, you know, working with my clients, you know, and they're mm-hmm. emotional. And, that, you know, you tend to, you know, you tend to uh, pick up from that. And right. So, um, 
it helps me manage a whole lot of things, but it's fun for me. So that's one fun fact is challenging myself. Yeah. Um, another fun fact. Wow. Let me think of something else that's fun. Well, <laughs> hiking. I love to hike. Okay. So um, I like getting out there in nature and walking. And um, so that's another fun fact I would say. What about you? Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> let's see. I have quit every single traditional job I've ever had. <laughs> that could be, you know, that'll be a, that'll be an episode <laughs> where we can talk about. I just, you know, yes. So that's one. <laughs> every single one I've quit them. Um, let's see. Um, oh, I've had, um, nachos in every single place I've ever visited every state every city what? yes because I love nachos and I just uh-huh. and there's some pretty nasty ones out there I mean I, my nachos are the best but you know I'm from Texas so I'm a nacho snob oh uh, yeah so yeah nachos <laughs> oh that is fun that is cool so if you could recommend a nacho plate what would be like the best nachos you ever had in the U.S. For me, that would be Papacitos in Texas. Papacitos. Papacitos. Oh my, so if you, everybody, I heard you heard that. If you have Papacitos, <laughs> it's a nacho. We and that's any, uh, my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Papacitos in Texas. Uh, yes. Oh, that rhymed, didn't it? If you're in uh, Texas, get your Papacitos. Get the nachos for Papacitos. Papacitos. Exactly. <laughs> If you ever visit, make sure you stop by Papacitos. Okay. Are they in like a particular place in Texas? You know, Texas they is. Are, so they're, they're like- yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah. Dallas, okay. Houston. I grew up in Houston. I'm from Houston, Texas. I forgot to shout oh, out shout H-Town, out to Fifth Ward. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yes, I am a Texan. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. One of my good sister friends is from, um, oh, where is she from? Let's see, I'm about to mess it up. I think she's from, um, oh, where's Pearland? Oh, that's Pearland. right outside of Texas. It's kind of like probably as far as uh, Grant's Pass is from here, from where we are. I don't want to tell people where we are, <laughs> but well, about 45 minutes. From- right. Okay. It's not far at all. It's like a little sub- section outside of here girl okay. see there we go talking again we need to wrap this up <laughs> thank you guys for listening this is um yeah, thank you. what you're gonna get uh me and dr floor just having to talk about black consciousness and wellness and again uh we hope you join join us and that's it for this episode mm-hmm. you got anything else to say dr floor before we shut it down I just want to thank everybody for listening to our intro um, and just get ready for some good in your feelings talk. Okay. And looking forward to seeing you in, in the upcoming episodes. Yes. Thank you. See you next time. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to the In Our Black Feelings podcast. Visit us at in our black feelings podcast.com 
for more information about Dr. Flora, Pamela Cancel, or any links or resources mentioned today. And remember, the discussions and resources in this podcast are not and should not be used as a substitute for proper medical care and or mental health services. Until next time, stay in those black feelings.